I went through a lot of pain. I went through yeah. depression. I, I was in abusive relationships and I found myself very empty. And I had to really um, ask myself, what had, what had I changed in my life that got me to that point? And I recognized that I had taken God out of it, that mm-hmm. I blamed him for church. This is the Success in Christ podcast, and I am your host, Legenia Bearden. Let me ask you a question. Is God calling you to something greater, but fear is holding you back? Has God given you ideas and visions and dreams of doing something you love or have a deep passion for, but you're just too afraid because you feel like you can't do it? Well, my guest and I are here to inspire you, to encourage you, and to give you real-life application to help you step out in faith and believe God at His Word. Welcome to Success in Christ. everybody. Gina Bearden here with Success in Christ and welcome to another episode. I am so happy that you guys have joined me again today for another great interview. Today's interview is going to be with a young lady by the name of Rachel Burnside. I am so thrilled to have done this interview with Rachel, and she's going to talk about her organization that she started titled Her Story Lives, and we're going to let you hear all about that in just a little bit. But before we get into this great interview, I wanted to talk to you guys about um, a little um, something that God had given me to share with you all. And it is for those of you that are interested in starting or maybe a little bit fearful of stepping out in faith. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear. Remember that. But I know uh, we are human. Um, and so sometimes that fear is there. And I admit there's still sometimes that I'm afraid and I have to quote scripture back to myself. But anyway, God gave me this to share with you all. And um, I'm making it available on my website, LaGeniaBearden.com. But it is titled uh, Six Steps to a Christ-Centered Business. And I wanted to put this together for all of you who um, are wanting to start a business and maybe uh, it, it maybe a retail business, maybe it's a bakery, maybe, um, maybe it's an online business. But I, I knew when I started Beard and Production Center for the Arts, I knew that I wanted it to be a Christ-centered business in that I wanted people to be able to feel the love of God when they walked inside of our building. I wanted people to to um, know that um, there is love here, that we're a family here. And so God gave me uh, six steps, six steps to a Christ-centered business. And these are just some actions that I took. I learned along the way. These are just some actions that I took. And this is what the Lord had given me as I was, as I was starting Beard and Productions almost five years ago now. So I put it together in a little booklet and I am making it available online on my website, LaGeniaBearden.com for free. So you all can go on to LaGeniaBearden.com and download the six steps to a Christ-centered business. And that is going to be available on Tuesday, on tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow, October the 9th. And it's going to stay on my website. You'll be able to upload it at any time. Uh, Also, if you're interested, there's also uh, my Success in Christ um, 
ministry devotional, uh, your first seven days that's also available online there. But that one is for purchase. So I just wanted to put that out there for you guys. But at any rate, it is Monday, October the 8th. I pray that you all had a great weekend. I did um, working on this interview. I got a lot of rest this weekend and um, spent a lot of time working on this interview to perfect it. And so without further ado, let's listen to my interview with Miss Rachel Burnside. All right. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I am so happy and excited about this interview today. Everybody, I found out about Rachel uh, on Instagram and kind of followed her story a little bit and found out a lot about her. And she has got a lot going on. You're doing a lot, Rachel. And (laughs) Uh, all for kingdom building. And I always say that I always want to get women that are just on the move for God, doing things and that are concerned about the community and just doing a work for the Lord. That's what's needed right now. You are a wife. You are a mother. You're an author. You are the founder of Her Story Lives Ministries. And I mean, you've got a lot, a lot going on. I want you to talk to us a little bit about, um, her story lives. And of course, uh, uh, your story, what's your story? Why did you get started in this ministry? What encouraged you or inspired you to start? And you, you just start from wherever you want to begin, just telling us your story and how, um, how you, you've gotten to this point that you're in in your life right now. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about me and then I'll tell you kind of how I got her story lives because it definitely was birthed, I'd say, from my own, you know, story and my own tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would say that pain and uh, feeling misunderstood was mm-hmm. something that really led me to to the point of starting Her Story Lives. And I say that because I grew up in church. Um, I grew up, you know, with parents that said, you don't have a choice. You're going to go on Sunday. You're going to go on Thursday. You're going to go on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. And, you know, I, I learned religion. Mm-hmm. I was very good at religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, But I grew up in a very old school setting where women were not um, really doing anything in, in church other than, you know, taking care of the children. Yeah. I had never seen a woman preacher. Um, I had never seen really sermons or even lessons that focused on women. Mm-hmm. Um, the only ones that I ever saw were like Proverbs 31 or, you know, right. Mary, mother of Jesus. And, it, and I'm not taking anything away from those stories, but it was very odd to me that there was not more. Right. And so I think from being forced to kind of be a part of this world that I didn't feel like I was represented in, seen in, um, that I didn't even feel like I was understood in, it made me stray. It mm-hmm. made me, it made me not want anything to do with church. And so I remember when I, you know, was able to make my own decisions and I was out uh-huh. of my parents' house, I, that was the last thing I wanted. Right. Um, and I went through, um, a I lot can... of pain. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said, oh yeah, I can relate. That, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a lot of pain. I went through yeah. depression. I, I was in abusive relationships and I found myself very empty. And I had to really um, ask myself, what had, what had I changed in my life that got me to that point? And I recognized that I had taken God out of it, that mm-hmm. I blamed him for church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, you know, really get my relationship back on track with God. And But I had to do it on my own terms. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to really study for myself. And so in studying, I was able to see that some of the things that I had been taught weren't right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to see that there were so many things that I wasn't taught. And I felt almost as if we had created a culture where we kept women hidden. Mm. Um, yeah. And so really that's where her story lives came. I was actually liberated from studying and learning and seeing things that I had never been taught before. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to, you know, create something for women that did that using right. women of the Bible, you know, to support um, women of today. Right. Right. And that's, that's so true. I mean, everything you're saying, I am familiar with, it just sounds, sounds so very familiar. Um, but you said you were, you were in abusive relationships. Um, you know, talk a little bit about, about that and how that, that changed you as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's, it's funny because looking back, you know, you always, when you kind of get out of the relationship, you wonder how you ever were in it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's crazy to me now to even mm-hmm. think about some of the things that I dealt with, mm-hmm. but I, I recognize that there was a, a large part of me that was trying to really figure out who I was. And I think when you don't know who you are, it's easy for other people to tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, dated men that, really controlled my perception of myself because right. I had established one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was in physically abusive relationships. I was in uh, emotionally abusive relationships. And mm-hmm. I, I recognized, you know, that there was a pattern that mm-hmm. I was, as much as I said, I wouldn't deal with one thing ever again, somehow mm-hmm. it would come up in another relationship. So I had to stop pointing the finger at everyone else and recognizing there was something in me Mm-hmm. that was attracting and accepting um, that treatment. And again, it did have a lot to do with, with who I took out of my life, which was God. Mm. Yes. There was value that I missed. Right. Right. And so uh, there are a lot we have. Uh, I told you uh, earlier, we have a lot of women that listen to this podcast. What would you tell any one of them that are in one of those types of relationships right now? Um, you know, One thing that really opened my eyes, and and I'll say, you know, her story lives really is at the core about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that Jesus saved me Mm -hmm. because what I recognize is that the way that he saw women, not Mm -hmm. just women, but people, but obviously I'm a woman. So that's what attracted me. The way that he treated us, he was never condescending. Right. He was never rude. He was never abusive. And if we are to date and marry men that are to treat us like Christ treats the church. Right. Then it's completely out of order. Right. To to accept anything less than, you know. So um, really what I would say to those women is, is take some time to be by yourself. And it's okay to be. And take some time to discover how he loves Mm. how he sees you, how he respects you. Yes. Yes. That's good. That's good. You said, um, you said also that you were, uh, and I see you said you were, you started the ministry from pain and being misunderstood. Mm. Talk a little bit more about the misunderstood part, because I'm, I'm seeing now where the pain part may have, or some of the pain may have come in now. What about being the misunderstood part? What I'm finding with a lot of us women, we are, we are often misunderstood in so many different facets of our lives. Um, tell, talk to us a, a bit about that part there. 
Well, you know, I feel like, well, not even I feel like, I know that God has given me a special anointing and a special gift and that he, he's given everyone. Um, but I have felt like, you know, he has placed a gift inside of me to minister and a gift inside of me to to cover and to uplift. And I never saw the acceptance of that. So mm-hmm. I felt like who I was created to be was never understood. Mm-hmm. I felt like this is who God says I am, but you are telling me that this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. So I felt like there was this, you know, this piece of me that was just not accepted. And it just didn't make any sense in a place where I'm supposed to feel accepted. I feel completely misunderstood and, and not accepted. And I think, too, you know, we have to be very careful with how much we drill into women um, that they have to be Proverbs 31 and they have to be a mother and they have to be a wife because I think that we've all been called to be different people. Mm-hmm. We have. And, you know, and, and that's not the glass ceiling. Like, that's not that's not the, the end. It started um, after, after the initial um, vision that God had given you. What are some of the first things that you did to get um, this organization off the ground? Um, I did a lot on my own. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, who did you hire to do your website? And who did you hire to, you know, do all these things? And I hired myself. Yeah. <laughs> I learned how to do things that I needed to learn how to do. Um, my husband uh, is an ordained minister and he's a, a pastor's son. Um, so there's a, a certain set of knowledge that he was able to provide me and teach me and, you know, guide me, which definitely helped. Yes. Um, but honestly, all of this has been nothing but God. I would have dreams. I would have visions and shower yeah. ideas that would just come to me. And really, you know, I think you and I talked before we even started this, just about stepping out on faith. Yes. Every step of the way has just been stepping out on faith. I don't know who, who, yeah, I don't know who he's going to send me. And then he sends me someone. I don't know how I'm going to get this done. I don't know how to do it. And then someone comes that knows how to do it. So, you know, sometimes it's really just a matter of not having all of your ducks in a row per Mm -hmm. se, but like being willing to just start and trust that he'll provide the ducks. (laughs) Yes, that's good. And that is so true. That's really, you know, what the show is all about. Um, You know, uh, if if, I don't know if you've been able to go on and look yet, but I I started a uh, nonprofit arts organization years ago. Um, It took me a while to finally just step out in faith and get it off the ground. But, you know, almost almost 10 years after getting my nonprofit status and all of that, I finally stepped out in faith in 2014 and did what God told me to do. I didn't have a, I could tell people I didn't have this huge wad of cash when I started. Um, I did a whole lot of research. I sat down just like you started my website on my own. And again, it was a lot of research and God just, it was constantly on my mind in my, in my dreams, like you said, in the visions and things God gave, but it's all about just believing that God will provide. And now here we are almost five years later. Um, and we're, we're stronger than we've ever been. And so, and I see that even in, uh, her story lives, um, you just did it. No procrastination. You just, God said, do it. And you stepped out and did it. Yeah. And he gave you everything you needed. Absolutely. You know what? Something that I share, and if anyone's watched any of my videos, they've probably heard me say it before, but I love giving this analogy. Um, God gives us all, you know, gifts. 
And yes. that's biblical. We all have different gifts. We're all a part of the body with different functions. And I like to tell people, I'm I'm the type of person that, like, I am a gift giver. Like, I love to give people gifts. It mm-hmm. does something for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel good about it. And, yes. and I'm a very thoughtful person when it comes to gift giving. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll hear someone say something and, like, oh, okay, I'm going to get that. And I'm going to, you know, and I put a lot into it. And so yeah. I kind of think about how I feel. Mm-hmm. When I want to give someone a gift and I give it to them and their response is not what I expected mm-hmm. when their response is like, Oh, thanks. And they just put it on the shelf somewhere <laughs> or, yeah. or they are excited about it. But then next time I come to their house, I see that they haven't even opened it. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and to me, I feel like that analogy, God kind of, <laughs> he got me together one day because I thought yeah. about that feeling mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what we do to him. Yeah. Yes, he's given us these gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And it's like, how do you feel when you do that? You're like, give it back then. You don't want to use it. It's like a slap in the face. It's like yeah. a slap in the face to God, you know, and that's that's amazing. I, I thought about that. You know, God has given you something. And, and uh, you know, I really want to just stay here for a moment because there are so many um women out there, uh, not, not women, just, uh, believers period that are just scared to take that leap. And, um, those of you that have emailed me on countless occasions asking, how do I do this? And how did I do that? It has really been, and I say over and over again, and just as Rachel is saying, I mean, we have very similar stories. Um, it is just a leap of faith. You've got to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He did not give us these gifts to just sit on the counter <laughs> unopened, like she said, you know, but they are to be used. And it's all for kingdom building purposes It's all for the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of getting out there, you guys, and doing it. No fear. God hasn't given us that spirit anyway. Yeah. But just believe in God. It's all a faith walk. So how has your faith walk been for you, uh, Rachel? I know for me, it's been, I've had my ups and downs. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, I've and, had, you know, I think people are lying if they say that they have it. Right? <laughs> Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there are times I'm like, God, did you really, I, I question myself. Did you really say to do this? I mean, I quit my job after my husband spent months thinking about it. <laughs> Finally, he, he came in agreement and said, let's do it quit my job and just did it. But there are times I want to just, I wanted to just give up because I'm like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I didn't hear God. Did I miss God? How has your faith walk been? You know, it's been, it's been hard. And I, I think that's something that, that people have to recognize that first of all, when you say yes to just accepting Jesus in your life, that doesn't mean that it's easy. That actually means that the work has begun, right? That's when your faith is tried and tested. And I think people think that, you know, that's when, that's when the easy road starts. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even more so when you step out on faith, then you have to recognize that there's going to be a new level that yes. you're entering into. And you've heard the saying, new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime new devils come your way, your faith is tested. So, um, it's a constant test. And I think you can attest to this too. Um, when you become a leader, when you are in a position to be a leader, you see things, you experience things, and you hear things that you didn't know mm-hmm. were on this side. Yes. And, yes. and that's a faith test. It is. It is. <laughs> and so some, some of your struggles, how have you, how have you dealt with, you know, like I said a few minutes ago, um, you know, there are times I'm scared. There are some times that I've doubted myself. Mm. Um, 
I know what I've done. You know, I just I have to I just hang in there. I go I go to his word. I, I remember that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I, I remember that um, uh, to, to not get weary and well doing. You know, I try to I remember those scriptures. I go back to those scriptures. What do you do to help to uh, re- just remind you that? Yeah, this is God. I did say do this. Keep going. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two two answers to that. I mean, what you said. Absolutely. You know, scripture really does have the answer to every question. So that's the first the first thing. Um, God makes me very uncomfortable when I don't listen. So the way he just deals with me personally, it's like he's going to make make me do what I got to do. Um, And so, you know, he kind of pushes me out there. And that's just our relationship. But I am very. Uh, first name basis, I talk to God. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm not, um, I have to have all of these eloquent words and mm-hmm. it has to be done in a certain way. God is my friend. He's my lover. He's my father. He's my savior. Yeah. He's all of those things to me. And so yes. I put him in that position and I talk to him just like that. I said, look, you know, I'm mad right now. <laughs> you know, I need you right now because he knows anyway. Yes, yes, yes. And he knows us. Thank God he knows us. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm so glad friend. that he searches our heart. I'm, I'm so glad he searches our heart because he, he knows what's really there, even though yeah. we may act a nut sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. So, so now, um, how, how long has, uh, her story lives? How long has this, ha- have you had this ministry? And tell me some of the things that have come, come from this ministry. What have you done over the years? Uh, her story lives is about two years old. Man, you're making me think two years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, so I do a lot of online teachings and you can kind of find some of that, um, Periscope, Instagram, Facebook. I, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of like interviewing live and, you know, yeah. different things to kind of just get out the word. For a while, I was picking a different woman in the Bible every week and teaching on her because I just felt like that was necessary. Like, yeah, you're not going to get it anywhere else. You're going to get it here. Yeah, um, that's good. You know, blogging as well. And then um, outside of that, we've uh, opened chapters. So we have chapters in different cities. And anyone that's interested in leading a chapter, there's information on my website for that. Mm-hmm. And um, the purpose for leading a chapter was really to get her story lives on the local level. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I, I'm not in every city all the time, but the leaders are, you know, building in that city, doing different events and community Interesting. Things. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, we have that, and then um, every year we do a leap retreat. So um, this past March, I had a, a leap retreat, and that was birthed from the story of uh, Mary and Elizabeth. Mm, okay, uh, it's very dear to me, <laughs> and that's and the baby leap. Yes, 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 the baby bleach. You got it. Yeah. Baby bleach. <laughs> I, I, I know the word. If I don't know nothing else, no word. That sounds so. I, I saw all the the name of it. I even we even talked about it a few minutes ago, and that mm-hmm. that just did not occur to me. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's the mm-hmm. leap retreat. Yeah. All right. And mm-hmm. so you've got one of those coming up uh, next year. So we should be mm-hmm. on the lookout for those dates, right? Yes, be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, so I my plan is to have a retreat annually every single year. And but I'm very I pay attention to the spirit and I listen when he tells me when and who. Yes. 
you know, all of that. And I thought that I was going to do just every March, but he's kind of pushed me um, to pick another date for 2019. So I'm still finalizing details on that, but the details will definitely be released and it'll be on my website. And so stay okay. tuned. Yeah. Right. Right. And we'll give guys, we'll give all, you all of the, all of Rachel's uh, contact information and where you can find her on social media at the very end of the podcast. Okay. So Rachel, okay. We've talked about her story lives ministries and you've got a lot going on. I did go on the website and I saw some of the, the videos and things that you have put up. I mean, you've, you, you're really getting the message out there and doing some amazing teaching. So you're doing a good job. And I just want to commend you and encourage you to keep going because it's needed. Uh, it encourages me to keep going just to see, you know, the zeal and the excitement that you have for what it is that you're doing. Um, again, we women, we need those examples. We need to remember uh, the examples that are right there in the word of God for us to read about on, uh, at any time. It's always readily available. So you are moving. I'm going to move on a little bit. You are a wife mm-hmm. and uh, you're also a mother. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to talk a little bit about, you know, just family and how God has just blessed you all. Yeah, so um, my husband, he has a background in mental health. He actually did a lot of work with um, children, at-risk children and mentoring. And um, something that we always talked about was that we wanted to foster and adopt at some point. Right. Um, we, we had this plan, you know, we'll have some kids first, biological, and then we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And we faced a lot of, of problems just trying to conceive Um Thought it was me, got all checked out, ended up being okay. Then the doctors wanted to check my husband out. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a cancer scare. We thought he had cancer. Mm -hmm. Praise God he didn't. Yes. Um, But just, it was was a whole journey. And so we were like, you know, we always try to make our plan. And we're like, this is how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not the plan. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, no, that is yeah. not what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yes. Uh, so we ended up fostering. We started fostering. We've had five children to date that we fostered, and we are wow. in the process of adopting one of them. Yeah. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. So you are adopting a son mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I commend you. Um, I think, Thank you know, you. we were talking um, earlier. I was telling you, you know, that's there's an organization out here, and it's just the name has slipped my mind, but encourages um, adopting especially within the black community because there's not enough uh, black families that are adopting and I think that's great I think it's it's wonderful that you're doing that and I commend you and just congratulations I, Thank I just you. pray that the whole process is is goes smoothly for you guys because I heard you. that the process can be rather difficult it can be it can be there's a lot that goes into it um obviously you're you know adopting a child so there's a lot of checking you and checking them and yeah you know all kinds of stuff so it it has definitely been a process but well worth it i mean my son if you i'll send you a picture of him he it's it's crazy he looks like my husband and i and never yeah you would never even (laughs) god yeah (laughs) You would yeah. Then yes, like you wouldn't. So. That is amazing. That is that. That is so God. That's just like God mm-hmm. <laughs> to do just that. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. So tell me, what are some things you've got coming up? I know uh, you have a podcast that's going to be coming up, and I'm excited about that. Yes, absolutely. Um, the Talk her story lives podcast. podcast. Her story lives podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I just want women to remember that, you know, my story lives, your story lives, and her story lives too. Yes. And so um, I'm going to be doing, you know, some teaching on there. We're going to be talking about some things that are just going on in local communities and even on a national level. Yes. We'll deal with even some of the controversy that we see kind of in the world and get a Christian perspective on it and do some, you know, some fun things on the podcast as well. I'll right. have um, some guests that will be coming on, different women just that are, doing great things in their own life and yes. you know I, people that i think will have um something to say about some of the yeah. topics that we'll bring up so yeah so it's gonna yeah. be good yeah well i'm gonna be on the lookout for that and i will definitely be tuning in so when is that gonna launch um so that is la- launching this month it's on uh the 15th october 15th all right october yes. 15th i'm writing that ding on i think i did <laughs> see that somewhere october 15th and where can we uh some of the listeners find you so it will be available on soundcloud it will be available on apple um and then i will be doing uh videos as well so the videos will be available on youtube and facebook good on youtube and facebook and so all we'll need to put in is her story lives Yep, her story lives. Her story lives. All right. Okay, guys, so be on the lookout for that. We have so many of our listeners that um, are out of the country, out of the U.S., and that, that just that just amazes me. Um, and so hi to all of you there in Africa. I get a lot from uh, Nigeria. Um, I've gotten, I think, uh, I think to date about 20 messages from individuals in Ireland, and that is just so amazing to me. Um, but you guys, so on iTunes, on SoundCloud, um, or, and, and on YouTube as well, go and just type in on October 15th is when Her Story Lives podcast is going to launch. So I encourage you all to um, listen and subscribe. Become a subscriber so that she can get to the top of the iTunes charts. And, um, and so what else? What else do we have going on? You also have a book coming out. Talk to us about your I book. Yes, yeah, so the book is actually The Leap Within. Mm-hmm. And so obviously that goes back to that leap, that story. Yes, yes. Um, and so I'm calling it a, a, a biblical blueprint mm-hmm. uh, for women. And it's really going to deal with different areas of life. And I mm-hmm. believe that Elizabeth and Mary, they show us a lot of things just in those few sentences, their interaction with each other. And so um, I kind of dissect that and give some practical teaching for just like the everyday woman story. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am actually just waiting on my spiritual mother, Dr. Gaylena White, you heard this. Um, (laughs) Her her intro, she has agreed to bless my book and um, oh, that is amazing. And then, yeah, then it'll be, it's going to be printed. So look out for that. Yeah, and we'll be able to get it um, on book out- outlets just about everywhere. Yes, so it'll be on Amazon, and then you can actually buy a paper copy on my website, on her story. Okay, yep. okay. herstorylives.com. Okay, awesome. Well, great. So, Rachel, I always ask all of my guests um, to always just leave leave uh, our listening audience with some words of encouragement. Again, you know, so many uh, are, are just uh, so many of us, and there, t- you know, I still go through this uh, at times, but are just afraid to uh, take that leap of faith in whatever it is that God has called them to do. And you know, for me, it was it was my nonprofit, and for you, it was her story lives, and you know, we just we just did it. Um, 
and usually, you know, when God tells me to do something, I've learned I don't procrastinate. You know, procrastination can can really slow some things down when God is trying trying to do something. If he doesn't do it through the person he called, he's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, procrastination of so many of us, I know so many that are just coming to mind right now, have procrastinated on the gifts and things that God has given. So would you leave everybody with just some words of encouragement um, on stepping out in faith and just believing God? at his word. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for everyone to remember that they are not alone. And sometimes we just need to hear that you are not alone because even if there is no one physically next to you, there Mm -hmm. is someone spiritually next to you. Um, in everything. So in knowing that you're not alone, there's no need to fear. There's no need to worry. There's no need to be concerned. It's not on your own and it's not just about you. See, sometimes I think that our fear has a lot to do with our own personal feelings. Yes. And we forget that we're part of a bigger picture. Yeah. So sometimes um, our fear is what is actually stopping someone else from being saved, yeah. somebody else from living their life, mm-hmm. somebody else from yes. coming out. That's it. That's um, it. And so, you know, I just encourage everyone to remember that they're not alone and that they are important, mm-hmm. even when it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know as women, we sometimes can feel that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I was talking with um, Marquita D. Collins in my last podcast, and she was t- just talking about, um, you know, she struggled with comparing herself to other women. And um, it's not until I got in ministry that I found myself doing the same thing, like, OK, well, I got to I got to up my game because of this or, you know, saying if she's doing this and I've got to do this 10 times better. You know, and this was when I was younger you know i'm past all that now i don't have i don't have the energy (laughs) anymore (laughs) but i just learned that what god has for me it is for me Mm -hmm. what god has for this sister it's for her and i'm going to praise her and uh congratulate her and encourage her to keep going you know it's Mm -hmm. that comparison it's a comparison spirit because what it can do to so many women it's heartbreaking how some women what they do to themselves to try to be like other women have you found yourself in that position Yes, I have. Um, And, you know, you're talking about the spirit of comparison. And I did a series entitled The Spirit of Comparison. Wow. Um, (laughs) It is on Periscope. For those of you that are interested in watching it, it is on Periscope. But God brought me to a lot of teaching on that, that, you know, it's it's a spirit that really takes us over and it allows us to, one, think lowly of ourselves like we Mm -hmm. you know we belittle ourselves because we're comparing ourselves to something that we were never created to be in the first place yes yes um but then Mm -hmm. also it does it makes us jealous Mm -hmm. our humanity Uh, takes over and we you know start to compare what we have and what they have and Mm -hmm. you know we start to feel like well i'm better at that and why does she get to do this and yeah and it's not this isn't a new concept and that's how you know it's a spirit Right. Um, because in scripture, you see it happen all the time. Siblings yes. killing each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's it. It is. It's in the word. Yeah. It's been happening for a while. Right. Yeah. So, and that's just, it's just something that um, I know the enemy uses to divide um, the women of God, because when you, when you bring us together, we are some powerful beings. I mean, God can really do some stuff when there is some unity among 
you know, believers, period. But especially when you get a group full of women, you know, we can really do some stuff. We can. Uh, and, and, and Satan is, he's afraid of that. But, um, that's why one reason why the majority of my guests on Success in Christ are females. Um, because mm-hmm. number one, I'm a female and I resonate better with, with females. And it's just, I, I have experience in so many, um, with so many things that almost stunned my growth in Christ mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of us women are going through. And yeah. comparison, comparison uh, was one of them. Just feeling like I was not good enough, and I always needed to be better mm-hmm. than what I no. was. Yeah. No one will ever beat you at being you. And I have to learn that. You know, we 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 have to learn that as women. You know, yeah, just absolutely. be you, just do you, and God is going to bless through you. But um, just stay true to who you are. Stay true to who you are. Well, good. Rachel, tell us, where can our listeners find you on social media? And I heard you just mentioned a Periscope. Didn't know you had a Periscope. So tell yeah. us, where can we find you on Facebook, on Instagram, and all of the other me- social media outlets? Okay, so my handle is at the only Rachel, and you can actually type that in on Facebook to find my Facebook page. You can type that in on Instagram. That's my Instagram handle, as well as on Periscope. Um, and then I also have, uh, Instagram for her story lives. It's at her story lives on. So you can connect with that as well as mine. Um, but those are the handles and, uh, you can find me on all of that and YouTube, her story lives channel. Her story lives channel. (laughs) All right. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for doing this for us. This was a great interview. I know the enemy was trying to stop it. But uh, you said some stuff that, number one, I could relate to, and I know that um, most of our listeners out there, I know that they can relate as well. And so it was needed. So the devil is a lie. We got this done, and uh, I, I cannot wait to put it out there so everybody can listen to your testimony and just everything you've shared with us. So thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time out to do this. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, girl. My computer's still over here frozen. I'm... Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet the moment we get off, it's probably going to try to act right, but that's uh-huh. all right. That's all right. It's got to act right because you got to you got to do your podcast, too. So, <laughs> well, I will definitely be um, on the lookout for your podcast on October 15th. I'll be ready and tuning in and just there for uh, anything you need. You know, call me. You've got my number and reach out to me and just anything you need. Let me know. I'll, I'll always be there to support. Definitely. But thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh Thank you so much, Rachel, for sitting down and talking with us uh, today about just uh, everything that you're doing. Her story lives a little bit about your life and just all of the great things that God is doing for you right now. We thank you. That interview was amazing. And we just appreciate you opening up and just sharing with us. Um, to all of my listeners, just I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. It really just blesses my heart to know that um, you guys are there, that you um, that you're listening, that there's something that this show is bringing into your lives um, on a weekly basis that is blessing you and that's bringing you what I hope uh, a little closer to God. That that's our goal is just that everything that it is God has called for you to do that. Um, th- We're able to encourage you and we're able to inspire you to step out there and just go for it. Just go for what it is 
God is telling you to do. He has called you for this great thing. You can do it. He is waiting on you to just step out in faith and do what it is he has called you to do. The world needs what you have called. He has called you to do so. Just do it. You know, um, I've mentioned this before in a couple of my speaking engagements. Um, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, I saw an interview that he did uh, before, not long be- before he, he passed. And in the interview, he was talking about how rich graveyards are. And he said that um, that their graveyards and cemeteries are some of the richest places in the world. And I'm thinking, okay, where is he going with this? But he, he was saying that they are some of the richest places in the world. And he asked us to think about it. He said, you think about it. He said, those graveyards are full, filled with books that have not yet been written. They're filled with paintings that have not yet been seen. They're filled with poetry that has not yet been heard. They're filled with so many gifts and so many talents and things that the world has did not have an opportunity to enjoy, to experience that the, the individuals that possess those gifts and talents did not bless the world with. And he said, do not go to your grave full, but go to your graves empty. And so I want to encourage all of you out there listening to go to your graves empty. Everything that's in you, pour it out so that the world can be blessed by it. God gave it to you for us. I want to see it. I want to read that book. I want to see that painting. I want to hear that poetry. I want to taste that cake. I don't need it, but I want to taste it. (laughs) So let us enjoy all that God has put down on the inside of you. It's not for you anyway. But again, go to your graves empty. Rachel, again, thank you so much for this interview today. Again, I hope that it blesses everybody. Everybody, again, Rachel has her podcast coming up on October 15th. I encourage you guys to be on the lookout for that. Again, you can find Rachel online. Her social media handles are at the only Rachel. You can find her at face on Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. And um, also go to her website, herstorylives.com. Thanks again, Rachel. You really blessed us. Well, guys, that's it. We're wrapping up another episode of Success in Christ. And I am so excited. I have lined up some amazing guests coming up at the end of this year. And I cannot wait to share those interviews with you. You are going to be amazed at who God has blessed me to be able to get. And um, I know that they are going to have a word for us from the Lord to encourage us. Hey guys, don't forget that I am on social media. You can find me on Instagram at the Gina Bearden. You can also visit us online at successinchrist.net on Facebook at success in Christ. And you can always email me at info at success in Christ. I love hearing from you, share those testimonies and even join our Facebook group until next time. Be blessed.